and we are live with another edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson. And Andrew, we are almost at that point in the season where this is almost March. As of this recording, it's obviously February 27th, so we are just a couple days away from March, and that means March Madness is coming up. And to get a little bit, you know, of a pre-war, you know, warm-up before we have March Madness, obviously conference tournaments are coming up, as well as the NCAA tournament itself. Today we're going to bring back an old instrument that we, you know, installment that we brought in last season on the show, and we didn't do this for college basketball. This will be the first time we did we do this one tonight, but give me an all time draft game, and we've done this for the NBA, the NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball, and now tonight we will get to do it for college basketball to give us a little bit of a pre excitement going into this conference tournament and obviously the NCAA tournament in just about a month time. Yeah, I'm looking very much forward to this. Uh, for those that don't know, college basketball is my favorite sport out of all the major sports out there. So this is um, this is a long time coming for me, at least. Yeah, and certainly, you know, I, I love March Madness. It's one of the best times of the year. Um, even whether you're doing a bracket or just, you know, watching the games itself, it's one of the more exhilarating times to watch in all of college sports and even in all of general regular sports, whether... You're watching the conference tournaments leading up to the tournament itself, or just watching the you know the first four in, uh, first you know first playing games. I, I mean, everything about the tournament itself you know gets you excited for when March comes around, and that's why I thought you know we thought that tonight's show bringing us an all-time draft game with college basketball would give us you know a little bit of a pre you know a pre-party warm-up. Exactly, a little bit of a warm-up before we go into March, just a couple of days away. And obviously, as of next week, we'll get to start to see where some of these teams lie in, in college basketball when it comes to their conference tournaments. We'll also be breaking down the show next week, uh, bracketology, and seeing what teams need to do to get into the NCAA tournament. So a lot to look forward to, not only in college basketball, but right here on the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Now, for those that don't remember, when we did our college football game, when we did our rosters and drafting that, we obviously had a bunch of wheels and we did the power five in that installment. Now, what we did was we had a wheel that would spin the power five conferences. So, for example, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the SEC and the Pac-12, we would spin the wheel, whatever conference you get. Then you move on to the second set of wheels, which in that conference would give you all the teams that are in that conference. Then once that wheel is spun and you get your team, then you get to pick the best player that you could think of from that college. Now, it'll be a little bit different for college basketball compared to college football because in college football, we were able to pick, you know, best season that they had overall one year. For college basketball, I feel like it's more entitling to look at their career at that specific university and go from there because college basketball seems to be a more of a, you know, a longevity type of game when it comes to college careers. Well, this was always before the... Uh... They implemented the one-and-done rule. Right. Uh, and it's starting to come back now, especially with the G League. Uh, you start seeing more players that spend two, three, four years in college. Some of these guys have been here five years with super seniors now because of the COVID rules. And you didn't really have the Patrick Ewings where they spent the entire time there. You didn't really have the um, the Chris Mullins. You didn't have uh, uh, the, um, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's or Lou Alcindor's back in the day that would stay for four years. And really build a following. And sometimes they wouldn't even peak their senior year. You'd figure, okay, pretty much any 
NFL prospect is going to peak their junior or senior year of college, right? Some of them even mm-hmm. just leave as a sophomore. So the second year, they're out. So you don't really get to see if it developed, but we're back in the day, all these guys stayed four years. So, for example, Patrick Ewing, did he peak as a, as a senior? I'd argue that he could have, his best season might have been as a as a sophomore uh, or, or a freshman when he made the national title game. Right. So that's, what we, that's why I think we, we have to look at college basketball as a whole, and I agree with you, that we just can't really single down the one year because, hey, one year they can make this, the uh, Final Four, and then next year they could have gone bouncing the second round, even though they had a much better, uh, I guess, statistical season. Right. And I think also when it comes down to the current state of college sports as it is, but also the NIL deals, some of these guys, you know, don't really stay at their current colleges. They got to leave the next year due to either getting more money or because they want more playing time. The whole you know, slate, you know, of college sports as it is, is very kind of like the pros where it's not really where you're staying at one school for your entire collegiate career. You either stay at that school for however long, maybe two two to three years max, and then you're either going to the professionals or you're going to another college to play for a different school. So it's a different it's a different time that we have now here in college sports, but it does it's still one of the you know it's still a fun and exciting time to watch college sports with all of this stuff going around. With obviously you you know whether you're you like the NIL or you don't like the NIL. It still brings a nice exciting factor to the sport. And, you know, obviously the expansions that are happening now with these conferences are also something that are very, you know, noteworthy to look forward to going into next season because we're going to have a lot of expansion talk, not only for the upcoming college uh, football season that's coming up this year, but for next season college basketball as well. Now, there's also a couple of, uh, without giving too much of my strategy out here because I don't want to out myself, um, the legacy players you could even think of, like maybe uh, an Allen Iverson at Georgetown. Obviously, I talked about uh, Patrick Ewing beforehand. He may not even be the best player at Georgetown, even if you need your shooting guard position. He probably right. is, but you have to think of all the four-year guys that you know played there too. So it's going to be very interesting because they're great co- players that were just great college players but really weren't great NBA players, but they were exactly. mediocre NBA players. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that you hit it right there. You could take a – a Christian Laner from Duke. I mean, that's like I would say that's a, a decent example. Like Laner, Frank, a Frank Kaminsky from Wisconsin. Right, exactly. Now, if you remember when we did the NBA game, our NBA all-time draft, we did six rounds for that draft. We did a starting five, so point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Then we did a sixth man, so a key quality bench player. Even though you know, in this case, it wouldn't really be a bench guy. It's still a really good solid player. And then your head coach. So I'm curious what head coaches we can think of. You know, obviously there are some well-known names in the coaching world and maybe we get one of those guys or we'll have to think of something off the top of our head and go from there. But I'll defer to you, Johnson. I'll let you have the opportunity to go first if you would like to. And yeah, I'll go first. I'll okay. Put me on the spot here. First pick overall. I always like to defer to you when it comes to these games because this this was like kind of like one of the things that I like watching a lot. So I'm curious to see how it goes tonight. So for reference, I've spun the wheel that has the Power Six conferences. So the, the now different from college football. Obviously, I mentioned the Power Five. The addition in this one for college basketball is the Big East. So we get all these Big East schools, and obviously, with both of us being St. John's graduates, we have an opportunity potentially to get some St. John's a St. John's player maybe 
in this draft and we get the Big East. Now, Johnson, for you, unfortunately, we did not get the Big East for your first spin. We did get the Big 12. 12. We got the Big 12. So not as not as bad. Now, keep in mind, this will be the last time we get to do a a draft with the Pac-12 in it. So that's a sad time to think about that. But nonetheless, I'm now spinning the Big 12 wheel. And you've got a pretty good team to start off the rip. You're going to get the Houston Cougars as your first team for the Big 12. Oh, that's interesting because we're going to have the new. So this is my question now. Historically, this is not a Big Twelve team, right? Are we gonna Are you gonna let me go back? For I will, example, if I, if I get I Cincinnati, can I go back? Yes. Oh man! Wow. Uh, I Obviously, can think of one guy, but yeah. I, I, I got to think of how good he was in um in college, though. I think one guy he spurned St. John's back in the day. He came to uh, Jamaica Queens. And someone was there to go pick him up at the airport in the middle of Jamaica, Queens, freezing outside of wintertime. He talks to a back handler who's from also from Nigeria. And he told him what and he asked him, excuse me, sir, what climate's most like uh, Lagos, Nigeria? And he says, Houston, Texas. So that makes me want to believe I should probably take him, right? I'm. I don't know what player, but there's a couple of players I have in mind that you could take for Houston. I'm thinking. I, I, listen, there's historically they have great players like Clyde, but I gotta go Hakeem Vadrim Olajuwon here. Not only was he a fantastic college player, but he was a, an even better NBA player. Right. Uh, if I think he made the Final Four of Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I would have to double check that. I know his numbers retired. He's in the Houston Sports Hall of Fame. He loved the NCAA and rebounding. People think Patrick from that. Uh, no, not only did he make it. I looked it up. So he made he made it. Uh, he did make it twice. He made the uh, NCAA tournament uh, runner up two times, two Final Fours, on a couple Sweet Sixteens. So great career. So give me Hakeem Olajuwon. And they're very infamous national championship games. The uh, NC State Jim Valvano. Um, yep. tipping game, and then the year after they would lose to Patrick Ewing in Georgetown in 84. So, yeah, Kim Olajuwon's certainly not a bad pick. He's uh, obviously a one of the all-time greats in the NBA and a really good college player as well, and there's a reason why yeah, he's a top draft pick. And it's, a, it's ironic because even though Patrick got the best of him in college, unfortunately in the NBA, it would be the exact opposite. Hakeem Olajuwon yep. absolutely destroyed him in the finals back in 1994, leading the, yeah. Houston, leading the Houston Rockets to a championship. So, we were it worked born. out in reverse. Yeah, we weren't even born, and it still hurts. It still hurts. So I'm going Hakeem with my first pick. Great first pick. Uh, yeah, you can't, can't go wrong with that, I, I, I gotta tell you. So, I got the Pac-12, so um, I'm hoping for something UCLA. Now, I'm hoping for that just because of their history, but I'm not going to get UCLA. I'm going to get Utah. Utah's interesting. You have a couple of really great college players. I would have to like look it up because I couldn't even tell you some uh, some of their best players of all time. It's really tight. I, I see. I know obviously Andrew Bogut was National Player of the Year. I mean, he wasn't bad. Now, obviously, not a great NBA career, but. Remember, we're only talking about. Uh, about no, I know. NCAA. We're only talking about their college career. I know. Um. Oh, man. That's just, this is tough. Keith Van Horn was there. Andre Miller. Michael, Michael Doliak. Oh, boy. Yaka Pertle. I I think I have to go Andrew Bogut. 
Hey, Bogut's a great pick. I, I mean, know. I, no offense, I know. he's not. He's not Hakeem, but remember, no, it's the wheel it's, too. Yeah. So already, I'm already losing off the center, off the rip. But I think when you're looking at Utah's history, I think you have to go Bogut just because obviously number one overall pick. Number he's, he's a, just like Olajuwon. He was the number one overall pick. Um, he was the Wooden Award winner. Um, he was consensus national player of the year. He's he was a great college player. Obviously, that it showed for him going number one overall. Obviously, his NBA career was I'd say up and down. It wasn't really that bad. I, I like I, like in Milwaukee, I thought he was really good. I think obviously injuries got in the way, and I think he won a he won a title with Golden State, right? I he think did he was on one of those teams. So yeah, he is an NBA champion. But I'll go Andrew Bogut. Obviously, you can tell I'm not really too thrilled about the pick, but it's the best I could do with getting Utah off you the rip. So, it happens. Yeah. So not the uh, best start. Now let's see what your second call, uh, power six conference is going to be. And that's going to be the Big Ten. Oh, okay, got some really good players. I'm already yeah. trying to. I'm, I'm hoping for one school. Hey, listen, if you you could even go current day, and it's funny that I said current day because you could go with the guy that's playing right now that's doing great things for this team. That's the Purdue Boilermakers. I I knew the second you said it. Oh, man. So, Purdue has a rich basketball history. I think they have over 40 wins in the tournament. Um, I, I could go Zach Eady. I knew the second you said that, I was going to get Zach Eady, which would be a great, great yeah. pick. <sighs> Thinking of Boilermakers. some good years. <laughs> I could also – I mean, Matt Painter hasn't done anything yet. I mean, he's done things. He has multiple he Sweet 16s. Coach, yeah. uh, he's been absolutely fantastic. He would be interesting if you put him on the bench. I feel like that'd be oh, fun. If I put if I put Zach Eady on the bench. And you could take John Wooden as your guard. You know who I could take, though? And this is a, this is this is a this may be controversial. But do I take Wooden? You could. I gotta think of his career. Because John Wooden would be uh do I take I don't think I could pass him up as a we obviously yeah, know him I, for the historic head coach that he is. Yeah, he's not the. He, I, I can't take him as the as the player. I, I, if this was UCLA, I'd take John Wooden, but I'm gonna go with Glenn Robinson here. Glenn Robinson, okay. Glenn Robinson, I think the second because Glenn Robinson the third is currently yes. in, in the NBA. Yes. Uh, he had a great career at Purdue. Uh, National College Player of the Year, number one overall pick, solid NBA player. Uh, led the NCAA in scoring. In scoring. Uh, McDonald's All-American. Uh, I think he was Big Ten Player of the Year. So I'm going to go Glenn he, Robinson at my small forward position. Yeah, he was in the 93-94 season, to be exact. He had th- he averaged 30 points a game. Uh, he had a school record of 1,030 points in just one season. Averaged a double-double as well with 10 1,000 in one season? That's insane. He got 1,000 in one year, apparently, uh, for what yeah, it looks like. that's crazy. Um he was he joined Wooden as the only uh, consensus player of the year honor for Purdue, and yeah, Glenn Robinson. They they I I don't hate the pick at all. So you're gonna put him at your two or your small, three? I'm gonna put him at my three. Okay. Okay. And I already have the defense there of Hakeem, so I feel like this is good yin yang going on over here. Okay. All right. I have to see if I can counteract that. I'm gonna go to the Big Twelve as well. So. Hoping for, I'm hoping for a specific school. There is one specific school I'm hoping for, and I did not get them. The T, I got the TCU uh, Horn Frogs. I can think of, a, I think you think of one player. That's TCU. 
it's sad because every player I'm thinking of right now, I, I, I'm such a, I, I'm such a, I'm like more of a football knowledge. Like I'm thinking of like the, all the, the TCU football players first, and I'm thinking like, wait, no, we're not doing that one. I can think of Ooh. one man who had a really, a, a, I would say, a good NBA career who went to TCU. I think he's a former New York Knicks legend. Oh no, we we met him too. We met him. We did meet him. Yeah, we met him recently. Oh god. Oh, is it Kurt Thomas? It is Kurt Thomas. I I would never know he went to TCU. I just look. I I just saw him. His name. Well, he went to TCU. So I I feel like for me it would be either Kurt Thomas or Desmond Bain, right? Because Desmond Bain's the obvious one. That's the that's the new school answer. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but I have to look up what Kurt Thomas did. I'm assuming Kurt Thomas had a great career at TCU. Oh yeah, you could you could look him up. I think he had, he had a great career. He he was a, a a lottery pick back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I would have to see what he did in college. I'm gonna assume he was good. He was the tenth overall. Oh, pick he in he was pretty good in college. I'm looking at his stats up right now. This uh, he kind of cooked. Oh yeah, his last two seasons he averaged twenty point seven to twenty eight point nine. Wow. Yeah, it looks okay. like he was defensive player of the year too. I didn't know that. He averaged well, senior year. He averaged twenty nine and fourteen and a half. Yeah, you know what? Blocks a game. You know what? I think that's I'm a good gonna pick. I'm gonna put Kurt Thomas on my four. All right, all right. Not the worst. I I would have, I would have thought of Bain, but I'm looking. I look, compared to Bain, I thought Thomas especially considering what he was doing back then. I mean, yeah, that's. Can't deny those numbers, so I'll go with Kurt Thomas. We'll see. I'll see uh, how this draft, rest of the draft goes. You are also going to go to the Pac-12, so come on, God, UCLA, UCLA. Godspeed. Hopefully, maybe you get UCLA. You get you get John Wooden. Uh, you do not though. You're going to get the Oregon Ducks. Oregon has some really great players. Oh man, uh, it's not. Who's that guard there? I mean, I think of L.J. Figueroa that one. I, I knew that. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. I, I think of L.J. because he's a, he's a Johnny Brooks, kind of. Reese of recency, I guess. I don't, no offense, I, I, I don't want I, don't no, want I know him. you don't want him. Uh, Am I going to take him? I'm trying to think of an Oregon duck. Like, Dylan Brooks is the first guy I thought of. No, the first guy I thought of was, um, was Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, okay. I think he was on. Um, I've seen Luke Rittenauer also. Oh, I could take Luke Rittenauer. I didn't know if he went to Oregon. I did not know that either. I just I just found that out myself. Too. I didn't know he went to. I didn't know he went to to went to Oregon. He may be for play because I know at Oregon he he was kind of cooking. You could take Terrell Brandon as well. It looks like you would just get a, an established guard. Luke Jackson. Am I really I forgot gonna... about him. Who? Luke Jackson from the uh, Timberwolves. Oh jeez, I I, yeah. I think I have to go look Rittenhouse here, right? And this is disgusting, but I, I don't know who is better. I oh, here's my qu- between... here's my question for you. Yeah, if I am taking Luke Rittenhouse, can I put him on my bench right now, or do, do I lock him as my so six I will, man? Can I, move I will him allow you to put him as six man if you want. If you want to put that as your six man, go right ahead. But can I move him later? I'm gonna say no because you're locking him into one position. All right, fine. I'm going to lock in Luke Rittenauer as my sixth man. I always say that because when we do, like, let's say our fantasy game, it's the same thing. Like, you're locking him into that one position. So you All right, can't that's really fair. That's fair. Move it. Yeah. So you're going to put Luke Rittenauer as your sixth man? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I could take Dana Altman, actually. I'm thinking about it. I'll, I'll, allow, has, you, I'll allow you to, to, to think about it. Dana hasn't won a championship yet, though. He's come close, um, but he hasn't won a championship. He's, he, I think he's had a Final Four, and that's about it. Coach is going to be if, the interesting pick, because you're either going to take some guy that's really been great, you know, or you're going to have to this, like, this is a college game. Give me Luke for it now, and I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> well, we've got a draft where we've so far seen. We had a great start with Akeem. It, it, it sucks because, like you said, like we're not going off of their NBA career. We're going off their college career. But when you hear some of like when you hear like Renan Hours been drafted and uh, Glenn Robinson and Bogut, you're just like, like their NBA career wasn't great, but they they were really good college players at the end of the day. So that's really all that matters. So we're gonna first get our gonna first uh, SEC team, Johnson. I've got in the SEC. Now, for football, we all know this is the uh, the cream of the crop. This could be the cream of the crop for the. Oh, uh oh, I am in a pickle. I got Kentucky. Well, congratulations! Wow, I could not have gotten a. That's a. This is tough. This is tough for just because you could pick anyone. Wow. Do you go John Wall? Do you go DeMarcus Cousins, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis? I think, uh, uh, did Jamal Mashburn go to Kentucky? I want to say. was he Louisville? I know he's a Patino guy. I think he was I with the Kentucky, say right? He was Kentucky, yeah. He was. You think Jamal Mashburn? Jamal yeah. I, I'm really between John Wall no, no, this, and. This is college. I, I, and I John Wall's like... a one and done. I know. He he had such a great like one and done year. That was the pro. That was the point. Like you know what I'm saying. He went number one in the draft. I'd have to look. Yeah, yeah I won't hold it against you, but that. But I think if kind of like multi year players, Jamal Mashburn. The problem I'm I'm also del- you know having is because some of the guys you think of, like they're all one and done players. So like for example, Anthony Davis. One and done guy, and I already have my honestly. Ford. If you're gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, you'd have to put him as your six man. I have to put him as six man, which is which is very tough considering who the player of Anthony Davis is. Um, Devin Booker, Devin Booker was there for a couple of years. I mean, he wouldn't be the worst thing. Am I looking at the wrong Devin Booker? Yeah, this got to be the wrong Devin Booker. Show me some. De- show me a Devin. Oh, so the Devin Booker was another one and done. Oh boy! <laughs> Every single player I've thought of is one and done. It's. I know Mashburn was good, but like, listen, you, I think John Wall would be the safe pick at point guard. I have Luke Rittenauer. I just think because of the impact he had that one season. I know, obviously, they didn't go on to win the title that year. If I'm not mistaken, right? I don't think they won the title in 2010. They did not. No, they lost to West Virginia. Lost to West Virginia, right? Yeah, I I, I have to go John Wall. I I just like he had a whole song named after him for that one season. Like I, I just think like you can't take another guy. Like I I would take Anthony Davis if I didn't have Kurt Thomas. I think in my opinion, but the only other option is boogie. But the problem is, again, I don't have a center and a power forward. I think John wall is the right pick. I think I have to do that. Every single player I thought of for Kentucky is a one and done player. So I'm going to stick with John wall. That'll be my point guard. 
But let's see now who your for this pick is going to be. What conference? Will we finally get the Big East or the ACC? We haven't gotten them yet. And we do not. It's the Big 12. All right, John. <laughs> Big 12 all-time draft. Another Big 12, uh, another Big 12 school. Now, I'm going to offer you this idea. Now, you can d- decline or not. You got TCU. Do you want to go TCU? Or because we had TCU already, do you want to just do a different school? So I think we should do a different school. Okay, I will I will allow that because we just went over TCU. Yeah, we should do a different school. Well, a certain someone would like will like to hear what you have for this one. Uh you have a, you got West Virginia. You know what's kind of sad too? I knew if I the second I said, you know, give me a different school. Yeah. I knew it was gonna be West Virginia. All I mean, right. it's, not uh, bad, it's not a bad school for basketball wise. You could get Jerry, yeah, Jerry West is a is a great option for you. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd have to take Jerry at my two. I think, I think, you, have, I think you have no choice. I think I'd give you Jerry West at my two. We don't have to really go over Jerry West, his, uh, his career. It kind of speaks I mean, itself. He's a logo. Yeah, it has to be Jerry West. I, I, when you think of West Virginia basketball, that's the guy. Like, that's immediately the first person you're thinking of. So you're going to put him in the yeah, two? Uh, yeah, 25 points, 13 rebounds, three assists. Uh, NCAA, final four, most outstanding player. Uh, third team All-American, first team All-American. SoCon Player of the Year, you know, this is, uh, he was him. He had 60 college offers. He was him. So. All right. Well, you did kind of say it. It's been a Big 12 draft, and unfortunately, I got the Big 12 again. So. Most overrated conference, by the way. He said it, not me. I did not say that. And the conf- the school that I got, I already got my guy. I got BYU. I'm going Jimmer Fredette. Can I put Jimmer Fredette at the two? What what would you say he was more? Was he more of a, a point guard or a shooting guard? He acted like a shooting guard. We know that. But he's a shooting guard. I would say he's a shooting okay, guard. Okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Jimmer Fredette at shooting guard. I, I am very happy. You know what? That is the only time I'll be okay with getting BYU basketball because of just that one guy. All right. I can live with Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette and John Wall backcourt? I like that a lot. I like that a lot. All right, That's a good one. I'm sorry. I'm starting to feel a little bit better about the team after a, a slow start. All right, Johnson. Here we go. You've got the Big East. All right. Watch me get UConn. That would watch you get the Paul. The Paul has someone really good, which I'm thinking of. You got Seton Hall, unfortunately. Oh boy. How? Uh, <laughs> God, this is awful. Um. Yeah, it's a. It, it, it's and we're only saying this, folks, because we are not Seton Hall fans. We are, uh, you know, if it's, they don't even have really great college players. Yeah, Maz Power really might be your pick. That's that's bad. I can't think of Angel Delgado. Yeah, I'm not taking Angel Delgado. I'm not taking Kadeen Carrington. You just gonna, he's, a, yeah, he's a New York City legend. You're not going to take anyone that you've seen uh, be St. John's potentially. Pretty much, yeah. So that kind of, I think I have to. I, oh God, do I really? Th- but Miles Powell, he just got shots up. Like anyone who actually watched Miles Powell, I didn't realize about, uh, he was Big East Player of the Year back in the COVID year. But he just got so many shots. Like he was a chucker, forty percent. How about uh, Miles? Uh, not Miles Powell. How about Samuel Dallenbert? God, <laughs> the silence. Is that a the silence? Is deafening right now because I have to actually <laughs> consider it. I don't even know who I should take here. I think I should just take a coach. Who's the who would be the coach? I, I don't know. I'm not taking. Is it Shaheem Holloway? Is that who you're gonna go with? I mean, I'm no. I'm not taking him either. 
I was just saying, I mean, he, he, he had a historic run last season at, at St. Peter's. Oh, wait, I know who I could take. Who are you going to take? I'm going to take PJ. Carlosimo? I can take PJ Carlosimo. When was he not seeing at all? He, he was the coach. When they went to the uh, went to the NCAA finals. Why do I not remember that? You don't remember that? No, not at all. So he at got... Seton Hall, he had a pretty good run. If I if I don't remember, if I remember correctly, he was the head coach in eighty two to eighty four from Seton Hall. Yeah, he's a local guy. Uh, no, he didn't. He oh, he what? Oh, you're right. He what? They were the runner up in nineteen eighty eight to eighty nine. <sighs> do I take? They lost the, the... They lost the Duke. Oh, oh sorry, no, they lost to uh, Michigan. I think Bill Rafferty too. I mean, I think I have to take PJ though. Yeah, yeah give, me I, P- give me PJ Carlisimo. All coach. right, yeah, I can live with not? that. I, I I meant eighty-two to ninety-four. I said eighty-two to eighty-four. I meant to say that. All right, yeah, why not PJ Carlisimo? Well, he went to he coached at Wagner too. Wow, love and respect for PJ Carlisimo. What a what a goat! All right. So we've gotten our first head coach out of the way. Let's see if uh, that trend continues. Only conference we haven't got is the ACC. Is that gonna is that gonna stay the same? It's going to stay the same. I got the Big Ten. Okay. And for reference, I'll t- I'll name my positions in a second. Oh, am I also gonna get Purdue? I did also get Purdue. Small forward, six man, and coach. I have. To get. Hey, you can get Zach Eating. Zach Eady at six man. It's not a bad six man. It's really not a bad six man. You don't want some, uh, you know, they guess you take somebody Twan Moore. <laughs> I can't. Is there even another Purdue coach outside of Matt Painter that you could think of? Uh, no. All right, Zach Eady, just gonna play it safe. Zach Eady, six man. Uh, yeah. Why not? He's probably going to win Player of the Year again this year, college for the secretary season. So great college player, yeah. Hope he has a good NBA career too. Hopefully, so I have that position filled. So now we have two positions left to the draft. So for Johnson, for you, you need a point guard and a power forward. All right. So let's see what you have. What conference you have next? We're still waiting for ACC, and we're not going to get it again. We get the Big Ten again. This might be you might not have an ACC team at all in this draft. I've so been holding up an ACC player, actually. I know, I'm sure you have. Not a bad school to get though in the Big Ten, Wisconsin. They, Ooh, okay. That, that is a pretty good school. Now, unfortunately, uh, maybe you I could mean, put him, maybe you could put him at the four. Who, Frank? Yeah. Oh yeah, Frank played. He played power Was forward in um. Well, I thought he was more of a center. He definitely played power forward in. Who's the um? Who there was someone on the on that Wisconsin team that went to the Final Four? That was like, Sam the, Decker, not Sam Decker. Nigel Hayes. Nigel Hayes. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. I think Nigel Hayes. I don't know what he played. I think he was think. like a. I think he was like a three, maybe four. You could put Frank at the four. I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, I'm pretty sure Frank played the four. I'm almost yeah, ninety nine percent positive he played the four. I, I feel like he was more center, but I'll allow I'll allow I'll allow you to put him at the four. He played power forward in, in NBA, so I'll I'll allow it. So give give me Frank Kaminsky at my four. That's that's kind of an easy. That's a good that's a good college player. He had a great he had a great career. At Wisconsin almost beat Duke for the national championship. Beat undefeated Kentucky. Uh, I remember going to Tennessee that summer. 
uh, seeing everyone walk around with their Kentucky basketball undefeated regular season championship shirts, and I was thanking God that it wasn't national championship shirts. Uh, they got them <laughs> the participation trophy shirts on. Wow, that's very that's very uh, that's very nice of you. I could also want Devin Harris at my point guard though. Oh, I forgot about Devin Harris. Could have won Devin Harris, but I'm gonna go Frank. I think he's the best. I think that's uh, the best Kentucky play, uh, best Wisconsin player of all time. Excuse me. All right, I'm gonna get the Big East. That's my next pick. Now, for reference, I need a small forward and a coach. Man, a small forward or a coach from St. John's would be pretty good. That I've, yeah, I I don't know if I put him at the coach position, but definitely uh, small forward. Now, unfortunately, I did not get St. John's. I got Providence. Small forward or coach from Providence. Ooh, I know someone really good from Providence. I know someone really good from Providence. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. Is it bad? I thought of Marshawn Brooks immediately. Like that's. A I'm, I'm thinking of a Hall of Famer, Naismith Hall of Famer. I'm sure. Um. Is it Lenny Wilkins? Smith Hall of Fame. And he's the small forward you're talking about. Nope, nope, he's a coach. Oh, he's a coach. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, um, Patino. You could go Patino. That wasn't who I was thinking, but you could go Patino. So who, who is the coach you were thinking of then? He founded the Big East. Oh, um, oh, I should know that. It's not Gavit, right? It is Dave Gavitt. It is Dave Gavitt. Okay. You could go Dave Gavitt or you could go Patino. I think my options are... You would have only two years of Providence Patino, though. Right. So I'm trying to... They never won a national championship, obviously, right? Patino did get them to a Final Four. He did, but Dave Gavitt did it a couple times. He got them... He went to a Final Four once. They went to the tournament five times. Uh, ah, screw it. He's my St. John's coach. I'm going Patino. All right, you get Rick Patino. Just, just, just because of who he is. All right, so that means I need a small forward for my last pick. So Johnson, you need a point guard for your last position. Wow, I saved the most important position because I wanted to have Luke now on my bench. That's the sixth man. Well, let's see what let's see what conference you get. You're going to get the Big Ten again. Okay, please. This this is fairy tale ending right here. <laughs> Let's see if you get the player you're thinking of. You are going to get the Maryland Terrapins. Oh man, I gotta think of Maryland I think basketball. Someone, I think there's a player oh, I, just, I was thinking of. There's someone who's Grievous Vasquez, right? I was gonna say Grievous Vasquez, the first six six point guard, but I'm thinking of someone even. A little bit better than Grievous Vasquez. Okay. Oh man. Um, Steve Blake. Not Steve Blake. It's another Steve though. Steve. Another Steve point guard. Uh. I don't know. Steve Francis. Steve Francis. Okay. I got to think of because Grievous Vasquez was a very good college player. Yeah, he Can't was. Can't believe a- that's. Coming out of my mouth right now. I know, but he, he was a good college player, in fairness. That's tough. This is actually, hold on, this is, um... Yeah, hold on, Vasquez was a this. three-time All-ACC player, ACC Player of the Year, this is All-American, 
Francis had a great career there. Wow. Yeah, and do I have to? Do I Francis was this? a one and done too. Steve Francis was the one done, right? Yeah, he was a one. He was a one and done. Seventeen. He was consensus All American, though. In fairness, let me see what he did at uh, at Maryland. No, he was number. He's top five. I forget where he went though. He went. So he was the second overall pick in '99. He averaged seventeen points a game this season. So remember, this is college now. I gotta think about the whole body of work. Listen, I I went with a one and done my point guard too, so you you wouldn't. Yeah, uh, but you got John Wall. I'm getting great as fast guys. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I was more towards C. Francis, but yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, you listen here, like I, I know you're trying. I know, like yeah, I'm okay. try I'm trying to make it as you know, seem a little bit better, but uh, yeah, I know. I think I have to go Grievous because he was there so long. He was a great player. He, he was a great college player. He was okay seen, in the NBA, too. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He wasn't as bad. He's, you know, that guy you plug in off the bench, and, you know, gets you some points. Well, I'm okay with about five of my picks. Okay. So, to recap, we'll do the recap after, actually. I'll, I'll save that for after I do my last pick. Can we get the ACC Johnson, though? We haven't had... That's the only conference that has not been represented in this entire thing. And I need a small forward. And obviously, <laughs> there's a couple options if I get ACC. Can we finally get it? We're not going to get it. However, we got the Big East. All right. Of all things that are holy, Johnson, please, please let this be a good school. I was so close to getting them. I got Villanova. It's still not, it's not bad. But it just sucks. I hate this. You know, you could take him. What the big ragu? No, he's more of a uh, he's more of a shooting guard. I was thinking of another player, Josh Hart. Yeah, I was thinking of Josh Hart maybe. Bridges maybe too, right? Yeah, Mikael Bridges is another great pick. Didn't Paul Ryzen? Oh, Paul Ryzen went there. Ooh, he did. Obviously, Chris Jenkins hit the game winner of the national title. Cam Whitmore wasn't a bad player. I mean, this is not the worst school. Sadiq Bay was pretty good, too. Sadiq Bay was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I, I saw so many of these guys have been able to beat us. And, and now, now I got to take them to end this thing, man. This is this leave me off. It's going to be a sour note to end this, end this draft. Josh Hart was an all-time vibes guy. Yeah. I, I, I could honestly live with Josh Hart just because I he's one of my favorite players now. Yeah, you know what? Just to make it feel, just make me feel better. I'm gonna go Josh Hart. I don't, I, I don't hate it. I play. I'm, very, I'm going with a little bit small ball though throughout my uh, my guards and forward. So that might kill me at the end of the day. Uh, so Johnson, you are, you want to recap your team first? Or you want me to recap mine? Uh, since I started, you can go first. All right. So my team consists of John Wall, Jimmer Fredette, Josh Hart, Kurt Thomas, Andrew Bogut. Zach Eady and Rick Patino. I like that a lot. I got a couple of guys that, you know, you know, you can sit, you know, think to yourself, hey, you know, when I think of this school, I think of this guy, John Wall, a great, you know, one year at Kentucky, but still one of the better all time players for that one season. Jimmer Fredette, his career was unbelievable. Josh Hart was a great player at Villanova. Boga was an number one overall draft pick. Kurt Thomas was good in college. And Zach Eady, He's having a great college career himself right now, and we all know about Rick Pitino. So I'm very okay with this team. But go ahead, Johnson. What about your team? It's time for me to sell you guys my team. 
I got Grievous Vasquez, one of the greatest ACC point guards of all time, made the University of Maryland relevant. I Jerry love West. You had to, to explain that. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just love how you had to explain Grievous Vasquez. It's so mm-hmm. fun. These drafts are so fun. I got Go Jerry West here, who was the logo and who was the man in college. You know, 14 rebounds a game as a six foot three shooting guard is nothing to sneeze at. And I have Glenn Robinson. I want to talk about scoring 30 points a game uh, his last year in college. Number one overall pick. Great player, great scorer. Uh, then I have kind of a giant slayer at my power forward position. Frank Kaminsky defeating uh, an undefeated Kentucky team on his way to a national championship runner up. Uh, to the eventual Duke Blue Devils, had a great college career, uh, you know, player of the year. All of his, all these guys were player of the years on my team, by the way. I don't know right. about you guys, so about you so far. And then at center, I got Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, one of the greatest college big men of all time and transcended the game when he went to the NBA. Made multiple Final Fours and one of the most prolific shot blockers in college basketball history. I have Luke Renauer to run my uh, my bench unit over here with another trusty point guard. Uh, I think he was an uh, don't think he was player of the year, but he was definitely Pac-12 player of the year for Oregon uh, twenty years ago. And I think this is where I kind of have a little bit less uh, less advantage against Nick. I have PJ Carlissimo as my head coach, where his highlight was being the runner up, and obviously Rick Pitino won multiple national championships. So uh, overall, I think I have a pretty good team. I, I mean, I I don't think we really you know. I think it's interesting because you saw, you know, you have a trip when you say to someone like, yeah, I got Jerry West and Akeem Olajuwon. You're like, oh, great. How'd the rest of it go? Then, you you know, it, again, you, you say these names, you think of the NBA and what they went down the NBA, but this is college basketball. That's what's the beauty of it. And that's what's the beauty of college sports. You can name some guys that are not even playing in the NBA right now or, you know, never really had an NBA career. And you just look at their college chats and say, wow, this guy was, you know, an absolute ball. Like, like you said with Grievous Vasquez, he had a, a really solid career in Maryland. Jimmer Fredette, we are synonymous with knowing what he did for BYU. He kind of put BYU on the map, in my opinion, when it came to some of their sports in the, in the mid two thousands, just because no one was really thinking about that college. And what he did in the NCAA tournament for that school was unbelievable. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned Frank Kaminsky, that infamous year with Kentucky, the Anthony Davis undefeated team, and they knocked them off in the tournament. Yeah, I, I think we both I think we got a pretty well even matchup between our two teams. And I think for the listeners at home, I think it's very, you know, I'm very interested to, to hear and who they think has the better team. Yeah, and I think that's going to uh, do us. Do you have anything to say before we uh, we head off, Nick? Um. St. John's needs to win tomorrow night. That's all I'm going to say. And they got to win the, the next two after that, too. They need, yes, they need to win out. As St. John's fans, we are, uh, pl- you know, holding on to our last glimpse of hope for this season as they try to win out. And then I will have say to probably win two games in the Big East tournament to make the NCAA tournament. I, I just don't know because this is my thing and I don't want to get into the whole discussion now. But like, to try yeah. To- Try to as we, the only thing to say is there's been no Big East team uh, since the reformation of the conference that has won 11 games and missed the NCAA tournament. So if St. Yeah. John's does win out, they'd be the first to do so, which would be classic St. John's fashion. So we'll, we'll see what happens. They wouldn't be the only team. I can tell you that. I looked at the bracketology today, and they wouldn't be the only team to potentially from the Big East to have that exact same uh, moniker. So, like I said, we won't go too much into it. We're going to preview that next week on the show where. We'll dive into some of the resumes for some of the teams on the bubble. 
look at what the other teams are doing and where they're currently sitting as it comes to March Madness and where they potentially could be seeding wise. And then see what some of those teams, as I mentioned on the bubble, have to do to make the NCAA tournament. Conference tournaments are coming up in you know, just about a, couple, a week or two. And then I think on March 17th on St. Patrick's Day, we're going to have a bracket. So we will finally find out sooner rather than later who will be going into the NCAA tournament looking to become the national champion this season. So the next couple of weeks, certainly going to be a fun ride in March Madness. And as we all know, Johnson as well, not only is NFL free agency coming up soon, but so is opening day for the MLB season. So we got a very good couple of weeks coming up here on the show, and I'm very looking, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how everything goes and very much looking forward to talking about it next on uh, the next couple of weeks. But anything you want to add before we wrap up this one tonight? Go Johnny's. Couldn't have said it any better myself. That's going to do it for tonight's edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Uh, curious to see what the listeners at home think. Who had the better team? Do you think it was Johnson's team? Do you think it was my team? I think it was pretty well even. I'm curious to see who you think had the better one at the end of the day. But like I mentioned, college basketball season is almost wrapping up. Conference tournaments are coming up. March Madness itself is coming up. And for other sports, NFL free agency is soon, as well as the MLB opening day. And even the NFL draft is not around, not too far around the horizon. So got a busy couple of months coming up here on the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I'm very looking much looking forward to it. This has been Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson once again with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Have a great rest of your week.